Okay, welcome to Dear So-and-So, a phone call between friends where we offer up advice that nobody has asked us for. As always, we'll read some of our favorite advice column questions, maybe a write-in, and give our unsolicited opinions. I'm Alyssa Bloomstein. And I'm Steph Karp. Welcome to Dear So-and-So. Welcome. Welcome. I wish I knew how to say welcome in different languages. Um, yeah. Bienvenue. <laughs> Wel- Velkomen. I don't know. You got it. We did there's, it. There's two. We got a write in. Let's just let's talk about this for a oh, second. Please. We got yes. a write in. Just so you know, we record a week before we post. So this is from um, their submission was Friday. Today is Monday, yeah. the 21st. Mm-hmm. Cookie Puss writes, dear so and so, what are we going to do now that Ruth Bader Ginsburg has passed away? Send help. Cookie Puss. Yeah, it's it's like it's the realest write in oh of all write ins. And it happened at 545 p.m. I mean, it was like hot off right. the news. Um, yeah. And I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sort of touched. Like, yeah. That. Thank you, Cookie Puss, for thinking uh, of us, I guess, for thinking of us or like, listen, if we can be a vehicle for you to place your like anxiety and stress, like sometimes it's nice to be able to like put your thoughts down somewhere and just sort of like send them out yeah. into the world. Yeah. And if and if <laughs> and if dear so and so dot pizza is the place that you would like to do that. Then by all means, by all means, send them. Yeah, yeah. I think I wrote back yeah. to Cookie Puss immediately and just said, mm-hmm. "I have no idea." Yeah, but that's the right answer. We're right there with you. Um, mm-hmm. I still feel, I think, a little bit down about this. I feel down generally, um, mm-hmm. but I think I am still feeling a little bit like powerless which is dumb because we have a lot of power and like a lot of the sort of local organizing stuff I've been doing lately has been making me feel powerful but then just this one was just like ugh yep what does yeah. what does anything even mean um so do we just I'm right there with you just wanted to acknowledge how we're all feeling yeah 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 it, it's uh uh it's a hard I got nothing else. Yeah. It's a, it's a real, it's a blow and a sadness and a tough week. Yep. So yeah, cookie puss, uh, don't let fear take over and paralyze you from doing the work that needs to be done. Right. Like don't let sadness, uh, an overwhelming despair we stop don't have, you. Yeah, we don't have time for that shit. I mean, we just can't wallow <laughs> yeah, feel, too much. Feel your feelings. Mm-hmm. Uh, eat your ice cream. Yep. Wake up. Drink your green juice. Yeah. This is not a nutrition show, clearly. And <laughs> as can be seen by the by the food groups I have just suggested. Yes. Um, you can't live on ice cream and green juice. <laughs> but that's how I... Uh, that's fuel how we this body we can yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah that's how I'm currently fueled yeah so like eat your food feel your feelings wake up in the morning get back to work we know you're doing the work already yeah keep it up keep it up yeah okay what do I read you what do I feed you um feed me you? weird things shall I read you a I don't think I've ever read you this one <laughs> but I'm gonna read it now okay great it's from it's from Judge John Hodgman from the Times. Mm-hmm, your bud. It's from Katie. My husband and I have two squatty potty toilet stools. One from the upstairs bathroom, one for the downstairs. When we have guests over, my husband hides the downstairs one. I think we should leave it out. 
thoughts? <laughs> I like this one. I would leave it out, but as... Is a squatty potty something to be embarrassed about? No, obviously it's not. I would leave it out, but I also recognize how much of a West Coaster that makes me. Like, it's oh, no, a little no, no, bit... no, 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 no. No, you don't think so? Really? You think that... I've only ever seen squatty potties in West Coast bathrooms, so I'll tell you that, that much. That ergonomic pooping is a coastal phenomenon? I'm not saying it should be. I'm just saying I think it is. Like, I think because also it's like in the Bay Area, for example, if you mm. don't see pee in the toilet, you judge that person. Like, oh. you should not be flushing okay. your pee. Flushing after so it's like, yeah, it's yeah, kind yeah, of yeah. one of those, there's just a lot of bathroom statements, particularly yeah. in the Bay Area. And so I just associate like a bathroom statement like a squatty potty, that kind of like loud um announcing bathroom behavior with with west coaster leave your squatty potty out yeah leave like, it out. it's it's the ergonomic right way to poop. it really is I'm, i wish i had one help, i need to help buy your one. guests out god also yeah, help your guests out they can move it if they don't want it but like they'll use it if you put it's great you know yeah with with the advent of ergonomic pooping mm-hmm. <laughs> sorry you know, that's what it's called. <laughs> that's what it's called. Yeah, yeah, as as ergonomic pooping has gained in uh, popularity, mm-hmm. not to judge squatty potty, yeah. but like I don't think they're the most aesthetically pleasing. Oh, it's of... true. The stools are fine, and like my grandma had a fucking stool in her bathroom. Yeah, you we know? just have a stool. Yeah, like we just have a little footstool. Yeah. But I saw somewhere online these like really kind of beautiful porcelain covered <gasps> ones. Ooh, like, yeah. like there's a whole world of aesthetic. Um, yeah, so maybe, choices. Right. Yeah, so maybe this, instead yeah. of hiding your downstairs squatty potty, upgrade your downstairs squatty potty. Correct. That's that's what I'm gonna say. Good. Yeah. Complete. Yeah. Answered. Yes. If we if we culturally are like yeah are accepting that this is the way that one should be using the bathroom, then do it with fucking style. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> what do you feel most like hyped on that would bring you oh. into a state of joy? Yeah, this one. I know exactly which one it is. Um, topped with wrong. Excuse me? <laughs> topped with wrong is what it's called. Okay. A delivery guy dropped off two pizzas at my daughter's house. Her mm-hmm. husband signed the preprinted charge slip, tipped him, and ate slices from both pies. Sure. When his wife came home, that's this person's daughter. When his wife came home, he thanked her for ordering them, but she hadn't. Soon, the delivery guy returned for the misdelivered pizzas. They told him they'd eaten part of each, so he asked them to pay. My daughter refused, pointing out that it was his error. He asked for the pizzas back, and she refused again, claiming he would claiming he would deliver the half-eaten pizzas to someone else. When he told them he was going to have to pay for the pies from his $8 an hour wage, they asked him to leave. Was this right? Ugh. This, uh, no. No. <laughs> <laughs> My hospitality industry heart is like, has sunk hearing yeah. that some minimum wage worker might be responsible for paying for their error. But with that in mind... Like people who receive the pizza, give this give this person some money. Oh my help, god! I mean, it sounds like out. it sounds like they were psyched to get the pizzas. So I don't yeah. see why they didn't just buy the pizzas. Like he was like, "Oh, yeah. sweet, someone dealt with dinner. Great, I'm gonna start eating it now." It's like it's true. They assumed you... that money had been spent on pizza. Yeah, but it's the daughter who didn't assume that money had been spent on pizza that was like, I will not pay for these. But I think maybe, so this is another good reason for married people to have 
separate accounts as well as a joint account. <laughs> oh, I thought we were going to say Slack, Slack accounts, so they can really. Like, oh, chat Slack accounts, via. so they can yeah. like, yeah, they can talk keep, about these things each other as the workday is winding down. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. they just they need they need financial freedom so that the husband can then be like, oh no, it's it's cool. I'll get this one, honey. Yeah. I eat the pizza. You know? Yeah, 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 yeah. Don't don't even worry about it. I know you're worried. We haven't paid the phone bill yet. Our our fucking internet went up fifteen dollars a month, and that is right. stressful. But I got this one, babe. I've been saving up in my personal account. Let me yeah. take you out to pizza. That would be great. Oh my god, let me take you out to pizza. Do you mind if I quickly check to see if there's that's already on a t-shirt? <laughs> of course, I don't mind. Please do. <laughs> Hold, please. Let me take you out. To- Hold please is my favorite. Um, if you had hold music, what mm-hmm. would it be? Oh, music can be so offensive if it's not what you want to hear. So I think my hold music would silence would be silence. I'd just go for that that traditional Quaker silence, probably. <laughs> just let people face God while they yeah, wait for yeah. me. Yeah. Would actually would that be what it is? Like yeah, wh- while truly. you wait on hold, please take this Quaker moment to face God. Yeah, and then just total silence and then just total just dead silence one time i was on the phone with marvin and he Uh was like are you sticking around and i was like what the fuck does does that mean what do you mean (laughs) yeah like like yeah like and i am not putting down the phone but what he was trying to get at was that he really had to pee and he wanted to put me put the phone down like would i stick around and i said and he and i could hear that he was watching a movie in the background and it was jaws oh and you were just like turn it up (laughs) yeah Yeah. and i was like put the phone down by the screen so I listened to Jaws and then when he came back from the bathroom I asked if you called a dentist uh-huh. t- a new dentist to get your teeth cleaned and if when they put you on hold the hold music was the Jaws theme song would you still get your oh, teeth yeah. cleaned at that oh, dentist yeah. I right? think they were pretty smart yeah. it's a positive it's, Jaws. It's, a re- it's a pun it's funny it's great yeah and he said if he were a dentist uh-huh. he would his his hold music would be Jaws that's really Marvin nice. refused to answer the question and just pivoted to pretend that he like, like to put had, himself in the dentist's shoes like yeah yeah, like, yeah yeah I yeah. don't want to be the responder i want to be the <laughs> yeah the proposer exactly. of the jaws um, yes what exactly. do you think your personal hold music would be the jaws theme song <laughs> okay so dentist or no you still think it's a really good because it is you're like in anticipation you're like when am i gonna get off hold dunna 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 you know yeah it's, it's like building so attention it's so good it's, it's really good definitely expensive to get uh, that track yeah it's definitely expensive do you think so can you if you just download it from itunes can you just make it your hold music like it's true i'm not a business like of course yeah like i can do whatever i can do whatever what I, want. I want nobody's gonna get litigious on Alyssa bloomstein llc no um now i want to know how much the jaws theme costs on okay. i i mean jaws theme song own it it looks like you can get it for 99 cents, so... Worth it. Worth it. I would do it. I would immediately do that. What do you want me to read you? What do you want to hear in your ear holes? What do you want to say in your say hole? This is a Carolyn Hacks from the Washington Post, and Great. it's signed, Tattoo Trouble. Dear Carolyn, my wife and I have been married seven years, and she's the smartest and most practical person I've ever met. And I love her and Uh her way of seeing the world. I've always seen her as a very logical person who's not prone to random flights of fancy. All of these compliments about your wife. They sound terrible. They (laughs) are making me very uncomfortable. I Um, don't like it. I don't like it. it. 
I don't like it one bit. Get ready. It uh-huh. evolves and devolves yes. all at the same time. Yes. She has talked about liking tattoos for a long time, but never gotten one because she always said it's a big decision having something on her skin forever. Uh-huh. I hate tattoos. Uh-huh. I've never wanted one and never wanted her to have one. She's a teacher, so her professional image is very important to her. I was away for business last week, and when I got home, she showed me a tattoo on her wrist. We talked every night while I was gone, but she didn't even bother to tell me she decided to do this. It's small, and she said that it's the only one she wants, but I'm still flabbergasted and ticked off. I haven't told her yet, but I hate it. It seems so unlike her, like she got bored and randomly decided to mark herself for life. I know she had mentioned wanting one for a while, but she always acted like it was a joke. Now it's on her body forever, and I'm concerned, annoyed, and worried. Concerned that she would do something like this seemingly out of nowhere. Annoyed that she didn't bother to tell me first and worried that maybe something's going on that I don't know about. I've been distant since she showed me. How do I deal with this? Signed, Tattoo Trouble. Get a divorce. (laughs) <laughs> sounds like you sounds like you need to get a divorce because I think as soon as you tell your wife how you really feel about her tiny she's wrist gonna tattoo, want a divorce. she's going to want a divorce. So you might as well just preempt it. I feel like the get a divorce is actually should be um, directed at the wife. Like yeah, the, yeah, like like, like someone needs to call her lady. and be like, "Listen, we just learned some really disturbing stuff about your spouse." <laughs> Yeah. Um, I think you're going to want to know this. And also, I suggest, strongly suggest you contact this lawyer. They specialize yeah. in divorce. Um, yeah. Don't yeah. be weirded out that his hold music is the Jaws theme. Yeah, yeah, it's fine. It, it's a sign of good taste. Yeah. Um, it's totally cool. In case cool. you didn't know. In case you didn't know. Um, oh, oh, my God. No. Yeah, something is going on that this guy doesn't know about. And it's that um, marriage has changed so much over the past century. It yeah. no longer is a sort of um, a financial transaction of, uh, you know, like a daughter as a possession that needs to be mm-hmm. offloaded from the family. It's actually something that two consenting adults enter into who, like, for respect each other. But what's that? For tax for purposes, tax that's purposes. exactly right. They enter into yeah. it for tax purposes. Otherwise, yeah. they, they otherwise though they need some level of autonomy. Um, yeah. and uh, their bodies, their own body. It also sounds to me like you know this. The opening of this caller's letter speaks a lot about what kind oh, yeah. of box you see your partner in. My guess is it's possible your partner knows that you see her in this box mm-hmm. and that she may have always kind of wanted a tattoo and she did it without telling you because, because she she's knew- concerned about the box that you've put her in. Yeah, I I mean, it's like, this is what Carolyn Hack says, so I want to give credit here, but it's like, you say that it seems like she's done this out of nowhere, but you also say she's talked about liking tattoos for a long time. Mm-hmm. Like, you, I think you've decided right, things about her. Yeah, they yeah. don't make sense. Like, <laughs> you've, your, your wife has been kind of, like, hinting at the fact that she, like, this is something she wants to do, and you've just been, like, willfully ignoring it. Yeah. Because you, yeah, exactly as Alyssa says, because you have this idea of who she is, and mm-hmm. you have ceased to see your spouse as the person they really are. Yeah. So yes. you guys are either going to have like a major realignment in your marriage as a result yeah. of this, or you're going to get a divorce. And I think yeah. either is fine. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> Whatever. Either, either is but totally, I, but totally I am fine. I'm concerned. I'm, I'm concerned. I'm a little worried about this person's framework for uh marriage generally. oh yeah 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 yeah, you know, like, yeah like if if this marriage is is going to go forward caller has to uh like really re- reassess 
his role in it and the box in which he has placed his partner. Yeah, like that box has to be like dismantled and like burnt in the California fires. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because you don't own her body. Yeah. What's the <laughs> it's tattoo? Her I bet body. It's cute. I bet it's cute. Oh my god. I bet it's I do. really cute. I do. I bet yeah. it's great. Yeah, I'm really excited. So I bet it could be either like a geometric shape. Mm-hmm. Like sort of a 3D illusion. Yep. I think it could be like a cute as hell little animal. Mm-hmm. I think it could be some like initials of something that are really meaningful to her. Oh, that's so nice and so dismissive. If it's if it's something oh, that that's means even something more to dismissive. Her? Yeah, yeah. Ugh, it's like it's my bad. mom's initials, and you're like, oh, it's gross. Mm, you marked your body for life. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> this isn't what I expected from my wife for her to have sentimental feelings about a family member and because place she them on seems her body. so rational. Do you have tattoos, by the way? I don't. Um, Me and neither. I'm tattoo. I'm ta- tattoo free. I'm tattoo. 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 None. Um, yeah. And I'm. I think about them a lot because I think in my mind I am the person that has tattoos. Okay. Um, yeah. 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 But I also know that like one won't be enough, and mm-hmm. then I'll want more, and then it's a project, and then I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, I, I think know. I'm explicitly not getting tattoos because it seems like I'm the kind of person who maybe would have tattoos. So I've chosen the opposite. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I think, think, sorry, uh go on, go on. Oh, I was just going to say, I think I've decided, I mean, I know I'm never going to get a tattoo at this point. And I Mm -hmm. think one of the reasons I've accepted that in my heart is because I'm kind of a chameleon and I do change a lot and I do like to reinvent myself. And I think that the more tattoos you have, potentially the harder it is to reinvent yourself but also maybe maybe, probably not though I think that might be something I've made up you know (laughs) right you're just holding that but hold on to it whatever yeah Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I also think a little bit had I not lived in New York uh, and hung out amongst a crowd of people many of whom were tattoo artists Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I think had I not been so entrenched in that crowd I may have been more likely to get tattoos it was like the saturation yeah yeah it was like the saturation of imagery and like i we may have mentioned before on this uh on this pod on this cast that like i find myself easily visually exhausted by Mm. by repetition and then i think part of it is they didn't (laughs) yeah exactly (laughs) and then like and then maybe i just also like wasn't ever a person who they particularly spoke to to begin with and then the like monotony of it I was kind of like all right these people have it covered like somebody else right, has right, got right, it covered right. do you know what I mean oh my I god I feel like that all the time right Alyssa. like it's yes. like we do not need to support this tattoo artist who's super super talented like you know Mark they're, they're and yeah. like you know blah 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 <laughs> and Mike and Jen like they they're supporting him it's good like good. they yeah. they got it covered they got it covered totally Oh my yeah. god! Yeah, I think about that all the time. That's that was my stance on Harry Potter for a long time. I was like, I don't need to read that. People read it for me. <laughs> did you have you read it now? Well, yeah. Did oh, you know we read it out loud during the pandemic? Oh, that's right. How do you feel about that now that J.K. Rowling is like kind of a bummer of a public figure? Oof! I mean, it's a bummer. Uh, mm-hmm. I also think it's one of those things where like the work of Harry Potter has been so thoroughly digested by its fan culture that like yeah. now it exists outside of this person and you bet it does. how tragic is it that like they they're capable of one way of thinking but have doubled down on this other terrible way of thinking that they possess yeah. and that like they're I you know I don't know what to say except like 
It's so disappointing. Like, it's really Mm -hmm. just deeply troubling. A friend recommended to me while we were in the midst of, it was like June. So it was like pandemic progress was, there was no pandemic progress. We were all sort of like facing um, sort of the realities that the movement for Black Lives was bringing to light. Like, we were all just sort of sitting in this feeling of just like, fuck, like everything is fucked. And, um... I was in the chapter where, like, the, what is that lady that comes from the ministry and teaches in the school? And she's a lady and she has kind of a frog face. Okay, okay. I've seen right? none of the movies and okay. uh, read none of the books. I'm so sorry. Oh, okay, so there's a lady. Sorry, I didn't realize that. I was God, like, I just frog assumed. face? Is this, like, somebody in pop cult? Like, I couldn't even grasp what okay, was happening. <laughs> there, there is basically, like, a lot of people are making comparisons between this character. Oh, my God, I can't fucking remember her name. And, um... JK Rowling now because it's sort of like you're coming in here with your propaganda and saying it's true and you're telling other people not to quote unquote lie but like they're just trying to like speak to reality and you've created a propaganda reality for yourself so I was like reading this chapter which is really depressing and alienating um because you're just like, oh, my God, like the truth is being totally disregarded. I was also it was June and we were all feeling like, oh, my God, the truth is just being totally fucking disregarded. And I felt just so low. And my friend um, Marta recommended to me a a podcast where two theologians from Harvard Divinity School discuss the Harry Potter books chapter by chapter. Oh my goodness. I like this a lot. Oh, it's so beautiful. It's so wonderful. I love it so much. As, as many of you know, I'm sort of like an amateur theologian myself. I fucking love it. And I'm an atheist, but I'm still doesn't, doesn't seem to matter to me. That won't stop her. Doesn't stop me (laughs) from caring about theology. And um, so a subculture of this podcast, which I guess has a huge following, has started a support group to talk about. It's like, I think specifically for queer and trans people to talk about, but I think it's open to anybody just digesting their feelings and processing their feelings about how J.K. Rowling has, how this world that was created by J.K. Rowling helps them get through their teenage years. And now there's been just this complete betrayal. And these theologians are like guiding fans through this, like this reckoning, you know, it's so awesome. It's so awesome. I think it's called Harry Potter, the sacred text or something. I want to give them credit. So I just want to say it out loud. And I think it's that. Yeah, Harry Potter and the Sacred Text. So So. excited. Okay, this is from Social Cues from the Times. Mm -hmm. It's signed, Eric in Yonkers. Mm -hmm. Many of my friends take pictures of the food they are eating at restaurants and post them on Facebook and Twitter. I recently had lunch at a dive restaurant and the stranger at the next table was eating the most enormous, delicious looking pancake (laughs) I have ever seen. Ever. Would it have ever... Yeah. Would it have been okay for me to ask her if I could photograph and post it on Facebook? Signed, Eric from Yonkers. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, yeah, this is just like, oh, it's just a cute question. Because it's like... (laughs) Well, I just noticed that like, there's this thing happening, which is people take pictures of food they are eating at restaurants, mm-hmm. and then they post yeah. those pictures to Facebook and Twitter. I know. And I this know, it's person great. doesn't want to do it to their own food. They don't want to sort of hype their own. They're not like living that lifestyle. Well, you know? because they didn't get the enormous, delicious looking right. pancake. Right, right. I just love that they're more interested in sort of the, the food choices of others than they are in bragging about where they've been eating. So yeah. like, yes, you can ask a stranger to photograph their food. That stranger may tell you not to sure. photograph right. th- their food. Right. This particular post, like this particular uh, caller, this question just like pushes me to be like, 
cool. I see you wanting to engage with the person next to you. Yeah. Engage with them, engage not away. just with their pancakes. Engage away. I encourage Eric from Yonkers to just dive in there. Alyssa, I was getting ready to, to I started breezing the next questions I wanted to read. I'm not going to lie. I got, I was Let's like, do it. okay, I'm thinking about the next question. But as I was doing that, I was like, oh, I know which one I want to ask. And I looked it up and it's also from Eric from Yonkers. <laughs> it's definitely the same eric from yonkers right no it's, it's in the same column it's from okay. the same year okay tell me and then i read the question and then i will feel more comfortable speculating as to whether i think it's the same person okay <laughs> i was at a party where people were discussing their ipads and ipad twos i said I said I didn't understand why the tagline on messages from my iPad 2 does not read sent from my iPad 2 instead of sent from my iPad. Do you see what I'm saying? Like, You bet I do. Okay. I get it. I, yeah. I thought it would be great marketing to remind people about a new product. My friend replied that I was an elitist. So I ask you, am I an elitist or just a good businessman? Eric from Yonkers. Eric, I don't, I, I think it's unfair to, to say that you're an elitist. Like, I don't, I don't want to make any statements about you, your enormous pancakes or your elitism about, uh, iPads. Yeah. Um, I think the brand has some elitism going for it. And he's saying, yes. And he's like, let's lean into that elitism in the Apple brand. Like, let's do that. Oh, now I'm thinking of a different because I'm like, yeah, that's a that's fucking douchey <laughs> to like Is sign he? your emails based on the uh, the device like, you have. Which, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah sent, the for my, for my sent for my happens. iPhone 10. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. Sent for yeah. my iPhone 10 as opposed to just sent for my iPhone. Yeah, it's the yeah. worst. I'm glad they don't do that. But it also Me is too. it also is yeah, funny well, to think about like, but they could. And they, they could. And, they and perhaps they should, because if we know anything about apple they really are just trying to make you feel worse yeah they are they're just like hyping the new releases and making you just feel like you've completely lost touch unless you have it i don't know if we ever put this in the show i talked about it once i rarely experience elitism from other people because they have an iphone and Mm -hmm. i do not Mm -hmm. but one time standing outside of a expensive new york gym that Mm -hmm. i belonged to Mm -hmm. like i felt like i was already showing my class by belonging to this gym like a woman who i chatted with and saw a lot at the gym i said oh i will text you some swimming holes for you and your boyfriend to go to and she made fun of me because my text bubble was green is that the yeah it's green and not blue yep i was like i was actually shocked i was like what is what is well you shocked her because she was like oh we go to the same gym i thought we were the same (laughs) (laughs) good Hey, friends, we're creating an Instagram account for this show. Every time we've said we'll put it in the show notes and didn't because show notes aren't a thing we do. Now that Mm -hmm. stuff will go in Instagram. So get ready to see the tattoo the girl got on her, the six-year-old put on her face for picture day. Get ready. Oh, yeah. Get ready to see. um, A lot of selfies of Alyssa. A lot of selfies of Alyssa. She loves the front-facing camera on this new phone. Oh, my God. Yeah. Get ready. Oh, my God. Do you have a selfie stick? Anyway, I got to ask you about your stories later. Get ready to see my collection of If You're Haunted, Flaunt It t-shirts. Oh, so true. Okay. They're so much content, Alyssa. 
we're follow, not going to have please. a hard time populating this Instagram account. Also, who's listening in Germany? Let us know. Listen, I know who's listening in France. Who is listening in Germany? Tell me about Who it. Tell are me. you? And also, Danka. Steph, as always, what a delight to connect with you. It's such a delight to connect with you as well. Thank you to all of our listeners. You can find us online at dearsoandso.pizza, on Instagram at dearsoandsopodcast. Our theme music is by Busy Hempo. And as always, this is Dear So-and-So. I'm Alyssa Bloomstein. And I'm Steph Karp. Thank you, thank you. Thanks. Talk to you next week. Oh, we'll see you Bye. soon. Bye. I don't want to hear about your good times. Like there's been not many good times in this yeah. for, you know, yeah. for a lot of us, for you, as you're yes. saying, for a lot of us. Um, yeah. You know, I, I get it. I'm just here to say also that I think I think everyone's suffering and I think people are dealing with it in different ways. But yeah, yeah we're going to get back to work. Oh, my God. My friend Aaron in the Bay Area made a Ruth Bader Ginsburg inspired necklace. So it is like with seed beads, it's like a lace pattern. Oh, I love it's it. It's amazing. Okay. And so they wore it today. I th- they're a teacher, so they must've worn it like to their zoom classroom or whatever. Um, okay. and what it is, it's like all like white beads for the lace, except the very bottom yeah. layer. There's a bottom layer of black beads and it's the number of male Supreme court judges there have been, which has been like hundreds or something, you know? <gasps> oh, and then I like there's it. Yeah, yeah. four white, four pink beads that represent the women. And then in the center, there's nine white beads for when there are nine. And it is the most beautiful, like it brought tears to my eyes. Is it's, it for sale? No. Uh, oh. She's just wearing it. <laughs> Sorry and, that that's my immediate question. Oh my God. And she left, um, she also left an, an unfinished string of beads on the side of it to like signify that the work is never complete. Oh, it's, it's really yeah. good. Um, I love that. Yeah. A lot. Yeah. I really like that a lot. 